welcome to the Heartland Franchise Guy podcast, your insider's guide to franchises in the Heartland area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for education, resources, and advocacy for our local franchising field and for local entrepreneurs looking to learn about the franchising field. Today's guest is somebody that really understands franchising at a high level because he's served in a lot of different roles in the franchising industry. Eric Martin, Vice President of Franchise Development for a group called Happy Nest Brands. Eric, thanks for joining us today. A pleasure being here, Blake. Thank you for having me. You bet. You bet. So we go back a ways. Like a lot of people in the franchising field, we got to know each other because we were both right at home and right. working in the corporate office together before we moved on to bigger and better things. Right. What has been your experience in the, what's kept you in the franchising field? Let me start there. Well, that's a good question. I um, love helping people find their way, find their path. And entrepreneurship, franchising is a great way for people to take control of their future. And the, the role that I play, our teams play in that, it's very fulfilling. And it's great to see when it works out really well people building family businesses and building businesses in their community. So I'm just inspired by it. Um, and it, it charges me up each and every time. It never gets old. That's so true, isn't it? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, when, when it doesn't charge you up anymore, it might be time for a change, right? Maybe time for a career <laughs> switch at that point. Yeah, for sure. So Happiness Brands, which mm -hmm. you're in charge of um, development for, I don't know, the whole world. Um, we're talking about Lawn Doctor, Mosquito Hunters, and Echo Maids, three different brands in some similar but different fields, right? Absolutely. So Happiness Brands, uh, if we go back a little bit, uh, a few years ago, when I joined Lawn Doctor, it was only Lawn Doctor at the time. It was about 530 units at that point. We've grown that brand to now well over 600 locations throughout the country. And it's a historic brand, as you well know. Right. Been around for yeah. over 50 years. And Really, the catalyst for Happy Nest was there were a lot of resources at Lawn Doctor's disposal. Okay. Things such as an in-house sales center, doing sales for franchise owners, uh, a centralized media program. Uh, essentially, we're running media for franchisees so they can focus on what we call ground game, local events, community events, customer relationships. And in joining Lawn Doctor, and you know our chairman and CEO, Scott Frith, very well, we took a step back and said, we have so many great resources, so much infrastructure within this company. We can really help lift emerging brands, specifically in the home services space. These shared resources, shared platforms, we have a huge support team and have added to that quite a bit in the last few years as we've grown these other brands. But that was really the impetus is we see a huge opportunity in the $600 billion plus in growing home services space. Uh -huh. Let's leverage what we have leverage these systems and infrastructure to help smaller brands that may not be able to get there on their own by tapping into those resources. And Mosquito Hunters was acquired in uh, May of 2018. Uh, and at the time, six locations, now over 120 locations around the country for Mosquito Hunters. And we yes. did it again in May of 2019 with EcoMaids. And there was two locations and now there's close to 100. So it's gone very well. We're seeing owners ramp much quicker than they ever could have without the umbrella, if you will, of happiness and the resources that this great brand provides to 
its franchise owners. So we're not going to stop there. We're not going to bite off too much uh, too soon, but we do expect to have multiple home service concepts underneath the happiness umbrella, uh, certainly in the years to come. Are you seeing business pass between, um, I'll say, sister franchisees in, in the same community? Mm-hmm. So if there's a Mosquito Hunter franchisee and a, and a Lawn Doctor franchisee in the same community, are you, are you seeing them gain from that as far as business referrals, customer referrals? Absolutely. And as you all know, the biggest cost in home services is customer acquisition. And we're always looking at ways, how do we drive down that cost? And it's by having multiple brands in a community, perhaps even owned by the same franchise owner. We're starting to see signs of that. Yeah. Uh, but we want to be careful. You know, we don't want to have uh, the initial primary business be impacted by a, a startup. So it, we look at the situation, make sure the owner's in the right place, financially, infrastructure, all those things locally. But either way, we do see overlap and that's going to help drive down cost of acquisition because it's, hey, I signed you up for Lawn Doctor. And by the way, we have great trust pilot scores, great reviews, and our sister brand Ecomades is also in the market. And we can give you a great discount and a referral to them. And we think you'd love working with them as well. Whether that's owned by the same team or it's separate owners, we're seeing those synergies. And we talk a lot about going deep, not wide too quickly in our models. Home services, it's typically route-based, it's mobile, it's not storefront related. So you want to make certain your franchise owners can build density in their routing with their customers. If you get too wide too quick, it can be counterproductive. So a lot of things we think about and look at, but to answer your question in short, absolutely. If it's the right situation and it's a right type of owner, we'll want to see if they can maybe bring another happiness brand or two to the market. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Winning a new customer with effectively zero cost of sales. <laughs> that's Makes a big that's appealing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I mean, what you've done with these brands and kind of become a, if we'll call it a, a multi-brand family, that's part of a, a bit of a trend overall in franchising right now, correct? It is. You're, you're seeing a lot of folks that are looking at ways to grow more rapidly, drive down customer costs. There's kind of a difference out there I see in the franchise space where you've got what they refer to as FSOs, franchise sales organizations that are essentially being brought on by a franchise to be their sales arm. Drive lead flow, drive deals, get them over to whoever that corporate office is to support, train, et cetera. That's one avenue. And then there's a happiness brands and there's others like us that are are driving lead flow, bringing franchise owners on, but we're internally supporting them. So we're not just quote unquote dating and then passing. It's you're coming into our family and we're lifting you up as a part of happiness brand. So a bit of a different strategy than, than some have used. But as I said earlier, the resources we have at our disposal, it really gives our franchise owners, and I don't say this to be coy, unfair advantage. When they come in and they say, look, you're doing my media, my marketing, you're helping me with my sales, with your sales center, really allowing me to focus on my ground game and my customer relationships. There's only so much, Blake, that an individual can do, right. a business owner. There's so many moving parts. We try to set the expectations with people that come into our family of brands, but freeing them up, centralizing what we can, decentralizing what can't be centralized. That's that ground game locally. So... Uh, it's a little bit of a different approach, but uh, as I said, we're we're very bullish in, in our strategy, and we we want owners to come into our family of brands knowing that, hey, it's not just the dating game, and we hear it's all roses and rainbows. It's We're not only bringing you in, we're staying with you through the entire process as a franchise owner. You're coming into our family. Yeah, 
Yeah. I like the way you stated. I've never heard that before, the way you stated it, that the, the resources that you're bringing to the franchisees, whether it's within a well-established brand like Lawn Doctors or a new one that you acquire, it, it's allowing those franchisees to focus on those local responsibilities that can't be centralized. Correct. Yeah, there's in seeing how hard it is to go from ground zero, getting a customer is hard, keeping customers are hard, <laughs> answering the phone is hard, following up on form fills is hard, things to mount up. And then you're asking a local owner, I need you to hire, I need you to manage, I need you to reach out to customers, you got to be at those home shows, you got to do those farmers markets, you got to live a life too. you got kids <laughs> and a family. It's like, by the way, Blake, answer every phone call that comes in in two rings. And oh, yeah, every lead form that comes in online from a Facebook ad, for example, get back to that in two to three minutes. Yeah. Instant message them, engage them right away. It's impossible. And it's a speed to lead world that we're in, especially in home services. It's not a beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. We, po- we post things out there. We do direct mail and social ads and paid search and SEO and SEM. We're running these campaigns centrally for owners in the sales center that we have is ultra responsive. They're engaging with the customer. And yep. candidly, we're in an Uber Eats world, an Amazon world. And if you don't get it now, you're moving on to the next one. And that's where a lot of, unfortunately, businesses can be impacted or fail. Yeah. They're just not getting back to their customers quickly. Mm-hmm. And then they plateau at best. At best. Yeah. Yeah. So all these brands are in the home service field, which is very intentional. How have things gone through the last 18 months, through the pandemic months? Yeah, uh, I feel fortunate. I feel fortunate for our franchise owners that, uh, and and this wasn't expected, of course, as we know, and no one really knew internally how this would go. We we were Mm -hmm. all a little bit nervous. Like I think a lot of franchisors and some closed, some had to really pause and and we never shut down. We're we're essential services. So it's a, little bit of a different uh, aspect here where two of our brands are outdoor. Right. Right. So they're yeah. mobile, they're outdoor. We're never really actively engaging face-to-face with customers on a consistent basis. So those kept growing. Uh, Lawn Doctor in particular grew 16% through the pandemic over the last year. So incredible growth when you think about it. One of the best years we've ever had. Both Mosquito Hunters and Ecomades have really accelerated and taken off. They're essential services people want no pests on their property. They still want their homes clean. They want their lawns to look good. So it it was a good thing in a lot of ways. People were looking at their homes and around their homes differently, right? So when Mm -hmm. COVID happened, things shut down, people retreated to their homes. And then we saw people spending around the home more so because that's where they were at. So it really helped home services in general. Most of us grow. So positive in that aspect, labor, challenge. No, mm-hmm. no question about it right now. We're working through those things and feel like we provide a lot of resources to our owners to help them with that. But as we come out of this fully and people get back to it and federal aid starts to subside and kids are back in school and it's, Hey, I got to get back to work. <laughs> that's going to open up a lot of uh, a pool for us. We feel in home services, but massive industry, Blake, $600 billion industry right. and not to go super deep, but you and I spent years in home care. And we talked a lot about that 78 million, those baby boomers. And now what you're seeing is that Generation X, those millennials, that's 30% of our country. Bigger than 90 million, right? And that is the generation that's not going to turn a wrench. They're not going to spray for pests. They're not going to clean their house. They're not going to treat their lawn. It's a do-it-for-me society. So we really feel like on both ends of the spectrum, we've got that do-it-for-me world 
maybe limitations physically for that baby boomer generation, but they're aging in place, staying at home longer. And now we've got the millennial coming in behind that home formation is doubling in our country and it's expected to do so mm-hmm. for the next 10 years. It's incredible what we see as potential here. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And to your point about the pandemic, which was nobody could predict if you're spending a lot more time in your own lawn, you're getting bit by more bugs. (laughs) You need a mosquito hunter contract and, and you want that lawn mode. No doubt about it, man. It's uh, and you, of course, predicted all of that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, The crystal ball that I have in my office. Yes. Right. (laughs) How about speaking of other challenges that industries have faced, um, any impacts on any of your businesses when it comes to the supply chain backlog that we've experienced globally? Yeah, that's a good question. The short answer is no. Uh, we have vendors that we work with all here in the States. You know, product is sourced for the outdoor brands from a distributor that's nationwide. And most of those are within driving distance of every single owner. Uh, so that wasn't a challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Ecomades, we, we have a vendor in the Northeast that all of these products are ecologically friendly. Yep. Uh, so we have some some patents and different things there, but never had issues throughout this of getting equipment, vehicles, products, et cetera, to our franchise owners. So fortunately for us, I, I have to imagine some businesses had some of those issues, but uh, we did not experience that. Was some of that, I mean, to your point about um, leveraging scale, did some of that have to do with um, having some sway with the suppliers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're a huge customer. And it's not just Lawn Doctor. It's not just Mosquito Hunters. It's not just Ecomades. We have economies of scale, and our vendors were oftentimes, if not the one of their biggest clients. So we tend to get the response very quickly. And the systems that we have set up for our franchise owners, we just can't do what we do without products. It's, it's, yeah. it has to happen. Yeah. So that was, uh, fortunately I should say something we didn't have to, to deal with or encounter, thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully, exactly. On behalf mm-hmm. of all the local franchisees. So, um, speaking of successful franchisees, mm-hmm. you've got three home services brands, but fairly different brands. What, Across those brands, what do your successful franchise owners have in common? Because that's a question I get all the time. Like, how do I know? How do I know what sets apart the successful folks from the people that are struggling a little bit? And it would be the same in each industry, even if they were in the same general industry, but there was a different way to execute in that business. It's a really good question, Blake. I think about this a lot. What are the attributes of of a successful? franchise owner. And it's not a background. It's not a work history thing. It comes down to me. I talk about the four P's a lot with, with our franchise owners. When Hold on, I'm getting my pen. <laughs> write this down. This is good stuff. So, and they're, they're pretty simple, but number one, uh, patience, things take time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people have to know coming into business ownership, it's not an overnight sensation as you well know. So, Practice patience. Number two, be positive, right? There, there's no excuse to be negative. It, it sucks energy, and there's, there's no reason to do that. So staying very positive. There's going to be good days. There's going to be great days. There's going to be tough days. But you got to maintain that positivity with yourself, with your team, with your franchise, or uh, proactivity. Yeah. Nothing happens without moving. 
you know, and, and too many owners <laughs> sit back. And I've seen over the years, they, they want the leads to come in and they're waiting for the right time and they're armor alling their tires in their vehicle or moving pins around. And uh, that's just, we want movers. We want folks that are going to get out and, um, and hustle. Organizing the deck chairs on the Titanic. Exactly. Doesn't work well. Yeah, exactly. So, and the fourth P uh, is perseverance. You know, I think uh, to me, you have to be resourceful. You have to follow through. You have to overcome. There's challenges in anything we do. I, I often joke with folks early, it's why are you going to make me successful? And my answer is we're, we're not. We're going to be a resource. We're going to provide great training, support, services, marketing, call center. But at the end of the day, you have to overcome and persevere. There's going to be challenges in every single business you get into. Uh, and if you can fight your way through it, scratch, claw, you know, be resourceful. Those are the four P's for me. And I, when I see that in people and they respond to that in a positive way and embrace that, I know we've got someone that we can work with, regardless of the brand or the, or the system. Um, I find those to be characteristics of all successful owners. They have those attributes. Yeah. Yeah, I admit that that spoke to me. I, I literally did write this down as you wrote I see down that. patience, positive, proactivity and perseverance. And as a local uh, franchise owner myself, I mean, there's it's good to have a healthy dose of impatience if you're an entrepreneur. Right. You want to see that success and you drive yourself towards success. But you have to let some of it come. Right. If you're if you're overly impatient, you may run right past the reward meaning the customer. So totally agree. Yeah. I think to me out of all of those, Blake, the most important one is positivity. You know, I think I I look, when I talk to folks, our team talks to candidates, I want someone who's generally a glasses half full to be cliche type of person. (laughs) I mean, it's, we all know it's tough in business and nothing's easy. Nothing worth having is easy. And um, if you can embrace that, and, and, and keep focused on the day-to-day and, and keep that positivity, you're just going to be generally happier as a business person, in my opinion. So that's something we look at pretty closely. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting towards the end of our time. Uh, I want to thank you again for being here. It's, it's, it's probably a bit of a challenge to try to talk about three brands simultaneously on a podcast like this, and I think you, I think you nailed it. <laughs> like, I really appreciate this opportunity. We... Um, we love what we're doing. We have a great team of people and people that really care about franchise owners. And I think most franchisors do, but I see it day in and day out. And I'm so proud to be a part of this company and, and candidly proud to, to be working with FranNet and with you and the great referrals you send our way. And you, you do a wonderful job. So I can't thank you enough for the efforts that you put forward and and given us this opportunity to, to chat with you. So thank you. I appreciate those comments, and you afforded me the perfect segue to end things up, and that is if you want to know more about any of these organizations that we talked about, Happiness, but more importantly, their specific brands, Mosquito Hunters, Echo Maids, and or Lawn Doctor, just reach out to us. You can email us at bmartin at frannet.com. You can call us. Yep, old-fashioned phones still work, 402 415 3651 or hit us on the web that is a wrap for us thank you so much Eric Martin VP of development with happiness brands we appreciate you sharing with us today I thank all of you for listening with us today or the day that you pulled up this podcast 
And we look forward to seeing you again soon on an episode of Heartland Franchise Guide. Ahura Media Production.